This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Suzanne Dillingham. And <laughs> now I forget the, what I usually say. Or is that it? I said my intro, didn't I? You caught me off guard by di- going in like that. What was I supposed to That's what you were supposed to do, but I, for some reason I'm caught off guard. All right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> what a great way to start. All right. Look. Suzanne's here. We're live and in person in the rock room. And we're finally going to do part two of our Rod Stewart episode. I'm very excited about this one because when I went through all these albums, I'm trying to figure out which era is my favorite. Mm -hmm. And I think when I was going through them, I'm like, oh, this might be my favorite. But then I don't know, because then I'm looking at the albums coming up and the ones that we did before. And I can't pick an era. I know. Look, people say I'm crazy, but I still think I like those 80s albums the best. That What we're going to do the next time. <laughs> Is this your favorite era, these four albums? I don't know. I really don't. I don't, you know, I don't think so now that I went through more and the more we're going to talk about it. All right. Today's May 24th, 2023. Do you know when the last Rod Stewart, which was called Rod Stewart, colon, 1969 to 1974. Do you remember when that dropped? I don't. It was June, like a year ago. June 17th, 2021. <gasps> it dropped two years ago. Oh yeah, it's been two years since it dropped. So that means it was about probably around two years when we recorded it. It's too long. That's crazy. That I'm is sorry. Crazy. It's not your fault. Why is it your fault? Oh, that's right. You brought COVID into this country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't do- want to do this episode on Zoom, though. No, because I asked you to do it on Zoom and you you refused. Just like Geezer Butler refused this past <laughs> week. He doesn't do Zoom. He wants to do a phoner. Well, then you can fucking phone Ozzy. Why? I don't know. He has a book coming out and apparently he doesn't want to promote it because <laughs> he won't do Zoom. Get a fucking assistant. They'll set it up on your... You'll just sit down and they'll turn it all on. And you know what? If you don't want to be seen, turn your camera off. People have done that many times. I don't like it, but they've done it. I'm pretty sure if he hears this. <laughs> He's not going to hear this. He's not. All right. The last time we discussed 69 through 74 when he was on Mercury Records. Then he signs Big Deal with Warner Brothers Records. And he releases his first album, Atlantic Crossing. Because he crosses crosses over the Atlantic. He moves to the States. That's part of the reason that album's called Atlantic Crossing. Did you know that? I didn't. All right. Todd, Tom Dowd. But it um, makes sense, doesn't it? It does. Tom Dowd produces it. And Rod has four albums that we're going to cover today. From 75 through 78, we're going to cover Atlantic Crossing, A Night on the Town, Footloose and Fancy Free, and Blondes Have More Fun. Uh, quite a, a big hit period for Rod. He sold a lot of albums during this time. He sold millions and millions of albums during this time. And some of his biggest hits are during this time. I don't you think? Yeah, definitely. And um, and some of the most objectionable lyrics oh. in Rod Stewart history, possibly. We're going to talk about those. So, first of all, Suzanne, let's talk. What what have you been doing? I haven't seen you or talked to you for two years. That's not true. Um, you just got back from vacation. 
I'm still on vacation. You, I, why'd you shake your head? You can't talk about going away? All right. Do I have to edit this part out? No, because you're not saying anything. Do I have to edit this out? Just say yes. Yeah, you do. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Suzanne, you're on vacation right now from uh, your job? Yes. I take um, uh, two or three weeks off every May for All my right. birthday. All right. All right. And I've never felt better. That's good. Well, you need it. You're you're uh you're uh, one of our uh healthcare uh, workers. What do they call these what do they call the um during COVID? What were you guys being called? What's the term they heroes? Used? <laughs> Fucking yeah, heroes. Damn right. And um uh they they called us frontline workers. Frontline workers. And, uh, that's right. Frontline workers. Yeah. So that's what that's what it's called. We now you're the concert wife, but we haven't been to a concert for if it's been two years since we did that Rod Stewart, we haven't been in a concert for about four years, I think. What are you talking about? What? Well, did we see something? Oh, that's right. We saw the Who. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. I feel like we should start over, but we're not going to. That was the last concert that I went to with you. And, yeah. And, but then it was the last one before COVID. That's right. And, the, and then, We saw the Who. We bookended COVID with the Who. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yes. Okay, so yes, we saw The Who. Oh my God. We haven't talked about The Who since then. Your friend who got us the tickets, who was the hookup, he kept telling you that the seats weren't going to be good. He kept saying, I'm I'm so sorry. I I wasn't really able to get you good seats like I did last time. And he kept going. He was like really ramming it home to you that it might not be that good. And then when we got there, we were in a garden box. I know. Super close. I know. Then I've said this on the show already, but I'm going to say it again for people that um, are just tuning in. Uh, we're in a garden box. It's me and Suzanne and uh, can I say who Dennis, the other person? Yeah. And Dennis, Suzanne's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And that's it. We're in the garden box. And the woman next to us in the garden box, she just happens to hand her phone like over to me. And she goes, hey, would you take our picture? And I said, sure. So I take her phone and then I get everyone, and her garden box is full with a bunch of people, and I get everyone in focus, and then right dead center of the phone, John Fogarty. So it's uh, it's probably John Fogarty's assistant or daughter or whatever, and so I took some pictures and handed it back to her, and uh, she's like, I go, yeah, these are good, but I was like, John Fogarty's next to us. I would have never recognized him had yeah. you not said that. I know, because he was uh, a baseball hat, and when you see these guys off stage. They kind of hunch over. Mm -hmm. They kind of have the old man walk. But when they get on stage with the adrenaline, they're all pumped up. They they were all pumped up. So I feel like, uh, yeah, but he definitely had the old man hunch. And when there were about six songs left, that's when uh, him and his wife left. I was hoping that we would say hi to them because I would have. You know me. I don't care. Right. I know. It's after a show. They've enjoyed it. I haven't interrupted their good time. I can't take my eyes off the stage if there's a show going on. I like... I didn't even yeah. notice him leave. Yeah, I did. Because I said, who's that old man? Oh, that's John Fogarty. <laughs> um, so that was kind of cool. But the, that's how good the seats are. If they were good enough for John Fogarty's family, they were great seats. Oh, this is the best seats I've ever yeah. had. Yeah, me too. And uh, no, that's not true. Okay. That's not too true. Siegel and I still had the best seats. They were in a box, but the, the tear down, we got those from uh, Wolfson Entertainment, the people who handle Hall & Oates. And... Uh, Siegel and I were like, these are the best seats we've ever had. And then Siegel goes, yeah, why do they have to be for Hall & Oates? <laughs> but they were amazing. We couldn't believe it. We're like, this is ridiculous. This is a mistake. This is obviously a mistake. But whenever you're in a garden box at the Hollywood Bowl, it is fucking great. It really was. That's 
Ugh, I just can't great. even. And, and the show is great. My friend's name is Kenneth, by the way. He's he's just thank you. He's Kenneth. their video guy. And yeah, he runs one of the cameras. Yeah, he's like the main dude. Yeah. So, and they must love him because they were willing to let him give his friends and her friends tickets. I'd be willing to bet that any um, crew that works with him loves him. Yeah, he's just so easygoing. He's so nice. And he's just such a nice person. What other bands does he work with besides the Who? Does he work with any big bands? I, you know. <laughs> I really don't even, I don't know who else he works for. I mean, he's told me over time, but I can't think of it offhand. And he's also done like, just like convention stuff and um, uh, comedians and just whatever gig comes up. Can we say what he told us that night about the who? Is it nice? (laughs) Um, It is nice, but I think it's inside information. I don't know. I'm going to say it, and then you're going to tell me if I need to cut something else out. It's the first time you've edited. (laughs) He said, uh, he told us that he really thinks that that was it. That's the last U.S. tour. Oh. Do you remember him saying that? I don't, but that doesn't seem even that much insider. That seems just logical deduction. Yeah, because I would go see him again if they came again. Good seats or not, I never miss the who. I can't. Because they're ticket. I say this all the time. Sorry, guys. I'm repeating myself. Um, I'll go see the Who every time because the tickets are still reasonably priced. Unlike the Stones. Unlike anybody else. Unlike I'm, anybody what else. It's a legend. With ticket prices these I know. days. Like I was going to go see Aerosmith and the Black Crows, and the cheapest ticket I saw was two fifty. I'm not paying that. I'm trying to find tickets for Chicago. In. Paso Robles. It's three original members. And the lawn seats are like $160 or something it's stupid. Ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not you're paying barely that. Seeing, there's only two of you. There's three, I, oh, but there's you're three. not even seeing Chicago. You're seeing shit. <laughs> it's not even the, it's ridiculous. I know. I don't, I don't know what happened. If you don't buy it on the pre-sale, everything is over $200. I'm not paying for tickets anymore. I'm not, I'm never paying again. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Yes, you will. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right, Rod Stewart released uh, one, two, three, four album, four albums: one in seventy-five, one in seventy-six, one in seventy-seven, and one in seventy-eight. That's when they used to fucking do it: album tour, album tour, album tour. And a lot of a lot of bands and singers did that. Yeah, this is. Uh, we're going to start with his sixth solo studio album. Let me tell you something. The, can you imagine the debauchery that was going on during these four years in the life of Rod Stewart and his band? That's all they did. They, this was a party band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck you, Motley Crue and Poison <laughs> and you, you hair metal bands. These fucking guys were fucking partying hard. I can't believe that. How is Rod Stewart still alive and still looking great? For his age, he looks great. Full head of hair. I know. It's and not a wig. Someone no, says, it's not. Yeah, someone's like, that's a wig. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Because when he's in concert, he puts his hands all through his hair. No one that has a wig on, someone with a wig doesn't touch their hair. Go watch Poison. I bet Brett Michaels doesn't fucking touch that hair one time. He has a fucking, he's got that bandana stapled into his head, and then he's got that hat gorilla glued down on that. It'd be a hurricane. And, and when he was in, when that, when that curtain fell on his head, on Broadway, <laughs> I bet it didn't even knock his hat off. 
I bet it didn't. It was a surgery to get that hat off when they took him to the emergency room. You are so angry. Take it off because take it off. It doesn't even look good. His hair wasn't that thick when he was, when poison was in their heyday, his hair was stringy. Is he, does he think we believe that? I mean, okay, look, if it makes him feel better, it's fine. But no, I know. Take it off. He's fit. He's a good looking guy. And if he shaved his head and had a goatee or a beard, the women would still swoon and he'd still be Brett Michaels. Listen, I I want to be one of those people who's non-judgmental and says, hey, you know what? Do but then whatever you, you want to do. Yeah. And you can do whatever you, you want to do, do, do. But I, I will never understand certain things with plastic surgeries and mm-hmm. whatnot. I... I just, I can't understand it. You can do it and you can good do for it. you. And sometimes. I hope you're happy with that, but. Sometimes it's so good. You don't know that any has, any has been done, but that monstrosity that's on his head has got to go. <laughs> it's got to go. I'm sorry. Okay. And what got me here? Oh yeah. Cause those bands. Oh, yeah. Fun. Those bands think they partied. No, you didn't party like Rod Stewart and the Rod Stewart band did. Uh, okay. Personnel on this first album, Atlantic Crossing is mostly high-end studio musicians. I'm going to give a rundown of some of the people. Steve Cropper, Booker T. Jones, Donald Duck Dunn on bass, Lee Sklar on bass, Bob Glaub on bass. These are high-end musicians. David Lindley, mandolin and violin. Rock and peace, David. Nigel Olson from the Elton John Band on drums. The Memphis Horns. I mean, this is crazy business on this first Rod Stewart album, which has 10 songs and we're going to feature probably four of them. All right. Is there some originals? One, two, three, four, five. There's five originals and then five covers or songs written by other people. And Suzanne, I'm going to let you start. Yes. My first pick is, and I was going to pick this one too. It's great. It's one of my favorites of his and it's, uh, Stone Cold Sober. And it's a lie because he wasn't ever. No. Here we go. This uh, album was recorded at many studios, A&R in New York, Criteria in Miami, Wally Hyder's Studio 3 in Hollywood, California, and Tony Greathouse, you'll like this. Some of it was recorded at Muscle Shoals in Alabama. Be sweet. How great is that song? That song's great. Don't you wish you could hear that song like in a club? Yeah. Yeah. I wish it was in the set list now. I don't know that it is. It's not. He's got so many great songs. It's like him and Elton John, they, they can't, the set list is always, it's not going to disappoint you, but you're not going to hear everything. You're yeah. never going to walk away disappointed from a Rod Stewart or an 
uh, an Elton John concert set list, but it's also not going to be the one that you might personally pick. This should be, they should be starting the show with this. I think, well, I would agree, but I think that you and I have that a lot with certain singers and bands where Mm -hmm. we want to hear songs that they don't normally play, but the majority of the people that are there are more than happy to hear nothing but the greatest hits. And I get it. Sometimes it's uh, people go see someone that they've never seen before. You and I have seen them. Yeah. 10 times and this is their first time so they're like you know it is what it is i understand it i don't like it but that song is great every band should come through town and play two nights and the first night they should say hey night one's our greatest hits night and if you're a super fan we're going to be doing tons of deep cuts on night two and then you're like all right i'll buy my ticket for night two Remember when Cheap Trick did the three nights at the House of Blues? Oh my God, that was great. And we were there for the debut album night. Did you go back for more? I, I could did. Only, I could only go to one. No, I went to two of them. I feel like I, I don't know if I went to all three. You might have. I might have. You're crazy. I know. I love them. Yeah. But you know what? That was another, that's another thing that people started doing where they were just playing the whole album. Yeah. As I, their show. Yeah. It's great though. Yeah. I do like that too, because then you are going to hear deep cuts, whether... Mm-hmm. Whether you want to or not. First cut is the deepest. <gasps> not yet. No, I just said that because you said deep cuts. All right. So that <laughs> song we just heard, Stone Cold Sober, was written by Rod Stewart and Steve Cropper, the aforementioned Steve Cropper. The first song I'm going to play is the song that kicks off the album. This one was written by Rod all by himself, and it's called Three Time Loser. So look, we said that there's going to be some down and dirty Rod Stewart lyrics in this show. This is before they put a stamp on an album that said, hey, lyrics, objectionable. And I'm fine with it. But yeah, and you're fine. You're not going to get embarrassed if I read lyrics. No, no, I'm going to love it. I actually love when you're reading these. So if you didn't hear what he said, I'm going to tell you what he just said. Uh, In her leopard skin ankle high boots while I'm jacking off reading Playboy on a hot afternoon. That's, that's, (laughs) now Rod wrote that all by himself. He didn't have any help writing that. And he was probably doing that when he wrote that song. Okay, let's keep, let's a little bit more. Let's get to the chorus. Jacking off. I mean, the lyrics don't get uh, any less uh, debaucherous. Put her dirty hands down in my pants. She took all my money. I mean, left me naked by the silvery moon. 
Yeah, how many times did that happen to Rod? That happened a lot, probably, to Rod Stewart. And he loved it. That's what he wanted. That's why he got into music, right? Uh, it had to be. I His thing with women is just... He's a sex addict. Yes, I was thinking the exact same thing when I was coming down here. Yeah. And like, that's an addiction. That's got to be. Like, I, and most of the time when people say, you know, and then they get caught cheating and they're like, I have a sex addiction. I'm like, no, you don't. It's like... I think he might. I mean, how do I want to say this? I don't want to accuse, but... I mean, look, if you're if you're on tour every night, and they're th- like, if someone threw uh, when I was doing stand up comedy, if someone threw uh, alcohol at me every night, I didn't take it because I don't really drink that much. I drink casually. I like one drink. You know what I mean? I've said this before. Um, no one was throwing this at me every <laughs> night because I I would usually go right back to the hotel room. You know what I mean? And you know, I wasn't. Uh, that I just know. wasn't my thing. But I mean, if you're, but I didn't get into comedy to to get laid or meet women. I got into it because I wanted to make people laugh. But I think a lot of these singers, they get into it, and one of the re, one of their top reasons is to get laid, right? Yeah. So if it's thrown at you every night. Is that an addiction or if you're just like, well, here right it is. There. I know. Yeah. But if it is an addiction, they're, they're really um, helping you. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I it's mean, hard. It's hard to explain. Just if you look at the history of him, like he's the cheating. The cheating. It's, and, it's and every single time, I think. It's every single time he's, except for he his, switches. except for his most recent Love yeah, of his yeah, life, yeah. Penny. Yeah, of course. But um I say of course as though I know them. Yeah. I many, don't know anything about I mean, about how many STDs does did this guy have? Like a ton, right? <laughs> a ton. All the time. All right. I don't know. Let's move on. We're still on the first album, Atlanta Crossing. And Suzanne, your next song is do you know? It's Sailing. Sailing. Now, this is written by a guy, Gavin Sutherland. I yeah. don't I don't know who he is. I looked him up, but, but nothing, I don't know anything about him. But this is uh, some Scottish anthem. Yeah, he's Scottish he folk, and you know he was uh, the Sutherland brothers, Gavin and uh, maybe Ian Sutherland. Yeah, I love this song, I but do, I also I love, love any song that is about sailing or the ocean yeah. or whatever. And this one, uh, Three Time Loser, starts the album, you know, with some jacking off, and then uh, this one ends the album. With some sailing. It's a beautiful song. This might be the only song that's not, not offensive. This might be the only one that's not offensive on the whole album. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, my, my next one's not offensive either, okay. but here we go. Also, the, the, the rocking songs. The rocking songs are so rough. And like, like you said, like in a bar, in a club. And the... The ballad songs are so like just sweet and soft. And all right, I'm going to start your song from the beginning because I chatted. Here we go. I am sailing. I am sailing home again. Cross. 
across the sea I am sailing Stormy waters To be near you To be free That's when it really sounds like a Scottish anthem. That song is so good. It's really good. Way to go, Rod. Keep it in your pants. You write a good song. Well, he didn't write it. That one's so Normally, I like to pick a song that he at least has uh, co-writing on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but some of these these covers on this first album... He's so great. good at covers, like we said on the last time. He is. And let's see, what what songs won't we hear that are covers? He does Drift Away, and he does This Old Heart of Mine. And those are both great covers. They're on this album. I'm going to close it out with... Now, this guy who wrote this one, is his name's Danny Witten. was an American guitarist and songwriter, best known for his work uh, with Neil Young's backing band, Crazy Horse, and for writing this song called I Don't Want to Talk About It. And I love this one. This might this might be my favorite off the album. I love this one too. Yours is favorite off the album is Sailing. Yeah. And this one's my favorite. And they're both ballads. I said, we don't want to hear about it jacking off. <laughs> Here we go. I can tell by your eyes that you've probably been crying forever. did a version of that i don't remember hearing it i don't either i'm gonna look it up but that doesn't mean it didn't happen because i feel like he could do a good version of that you know like early neil young yeah that voice not the thing that happens now (laughs) okay i'm looking it up because i'm excited about this How do you spell his Neil? Is it N-E-I-L or N-E-A-L? N-E-I-L. It is, right? Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at the book he wrote right there. No, the one of the books I didn't read? <laughs> Thanks for shoving that in my face. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to say he never did. I'm just going to say I can't find it. So don't okay. at me. You can at Suzanne. 
Okay, <laughs> no, so you can't. <laughs> no, don't. All right, I want to see what's happened on this album, singles wise. Let's see what happened. How big the hits were for this album. Where we where we at? Where we at? How come I can't find? It? Here we go. Sailing. Well, that didn't. That went to number one in the UK. What did it do here? It certainly didn't go to number one. Here. I think a lot of his hits were number fifty-eight in here and yeah. number one in the UK. That's why I, I I was looking at some of the songs that were released as singles, and I I I mean, granted, I was. Yeah. not listening to a this tiny tot yeah. yeah but still i i was surprised to find some of the ones that were singles but i also think that yep. they were more in the uk than here right all right well there's going to be a, some big songs on the next album some gigantic songs as we move to a year later 1976 i want to see how long it was like what the date of release is because this this always amazes me when they would release albums like this hold on Okay, Atlantic Crossing came out August 1975. And, and then A Night on the Town comes out June 1976. It's not even 12 months. 10 months. How do you, how do you even have time for that? How I do you have time with I all the jacking they... off? How do you have time <laughs> to do this? All right. Again, produced by Tom Dowd. It was recorded at Cherokee Studios in Los Angeles. Muscle Shoals. Um, Caribou Ranch, you know, a lot of places. So here we go. Let's kick it off. Uh, ladies first, always. Uh, what do you got for us from A Night on the Town? The first one um, I picked was The Killing of Georgie. Killing of Georgie, part one and two. Two-part song. Two-part song. A whole story. It's mm -hmm. so good. One of the best story songs. Yes. Ahead of its time. Very. Because people aren't talking about... Um, L LGBTQ or gayness back then. Uh, it's written by Rod by himself. Closes outside one of the LP. Let me see. Rod wrote one, two, three, four. Rod wrote four of the nine songs solo by himself. And then we have some other people writing songs, but we'll get to that in a minute. But first, let's get, I always love this it's, song. I remember the first time I heard it, I think it was when I purchased his Greatest Hits album. And I was like, immediately I was like, oh. Even at a young age, I was like, well, this is something special. This yeah. is something that other people aren't singing about. So. So good, this so story. Good. Sad. I don't even know where to drop it in. I think I, I just started. I know. It's I started, very, right, it's I started right at the beginning. And we'll hear about, uh, it's six minutes and 23 seconds. We'll hear about uh, five minutes and 45 seconds of it. No, we won't. <laughs> Here we go. In these days of changing ways, so-called liberated days, a story comes to mind of a friend of mine. Georgie boy was gay, I guess Nothing more or nothing less The kindest guy I ever knew His mother's tears fell in vain The afternoon George tried to explain That he needed love like all the rest Paul said there must be a mistake How can my son not be straight After all I've said and done for him Oh, 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 
on a greyhound bus Cast out by the ones he loves A victim of these gay days it seems Georgie went to New York town Very quickly settled down All right, we're, we're barely into the story, but... Um... You know, it started, you know, you, you know what it's about immediately, which I like. I'm going to read something, what it says here about this song, what Rod says about the song. Uh, when he was asked about writing a song with a gay theme, Stewart said, it's probably because I was surrounded by gay people at that stage. I had a gay PR man, a gay manager. Everyone around me was gay. I don't know whether that prompted me into it or not, but I think it was a brave step, but it wasn't a risk. So that's cool. So he's not he's not claiming to be like uh, some hero for writing the song. He's just like yeah, it's a brave state, but it wasn't a, for him. It wasn't a risk. He's you know because Rod always uh, people would always say that Rod was gay. I know. Oh, those rumors. The, the least gay person ever. He addresses all those rumors in his book too. It's very funny. I know. He does. He just straight up because he knows them. He's heard them. Of course. It would be like if Richard they were Gere on like the front page of. Yeah. Whatever tabloids. Yeah. Like if like if Richard Gere wrote a book and didn't talk about uh the hamster rumor. I don't know if that's a rumor. But uh <laughs> Where do people come up with this? I don't garbage? know where they come up, up with this garbage. Or like uh, uh do you know that the the guy that played Eddie Haskell and Leave It to Beaver, he grew up and he's Al that's Alice Cooper. No, it's not. <laughs> not at I all. Stupid idiot. Are you an idiot? Um so anyway, yeah. So, I, yeah, that's a great song. Good choice. Thank you. Great choice. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Uh, now, oh boy, here we go. All right. Now this song, tonight's the night, gonna be all right. Now look, lyrically not great. It's also a story song. Uh, but I do like the song from, from, uh, from a, uh, you know, what do I want to say? Nostalgia? Oh, I... <laughs> this went to number one. This is a number one song. This song comes on, and I am going to sing it. Yeah. All the words it at ki- the top of my lungs. kicks off the album. Don't care. Yeah. It's horror. It's cringy. It's so cringy. It's so cringy. All right. We got to hear it. Tonight's the night. It's going to be all right. Tonight's the night is right. Like, that's like a threat, almost. <laughs> you coming over? Because tonight's the night. It's going to be all right. <laughs> it's going to be all right for it's me. Be a- all right. <laughs> I look up the lyrics. Here we go. Stay away from my window. Stay away from my back door too. All right, now see, wait, I have to just say, look, right there, he's like, stay away from the window, stay away from the back door. I don't want anyone to know you're here. 
I don't want people to know. And I don't want you calling for help. Right, right. Disconnect the telephone. Disconnect the telephone. <laughs> yes. Uh, discon- <laughs> don't, don't take it off the hook. I mean, Disconnect it. He's yanking the cord from the wall. He's, we're making up such a story for ourselves. We are we make are we yes, making up a story? He's disconnecting it because he didn't want to be interrupted. Yeah, with yeah. Calls. He doesn't want the police to be able to trace that line. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna keep going. We're gonna dissect it, Suzanne. The telephone line. Relax, baby, and draw that blind. It's so creepy. Relax, draw that blind. I'm going to use these same lyrics tonight with my wife and see what happens. <laughs> oh, here we go. We're going to hear about some clothing. Kick off your shoes and sit right down. Loosen up that pretty French gown. Let me pour you a good long drink. A good long drink. <laughs> like the biggest it. drink the biggest, uh, where's the biggest glass in the house? Where is it? Hello. Yeah. Hey, cause. <laughs> I was just thinking did you, the uh, same thing. Did you steal my glasses? Because I had a really long glass here that I was going to use tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to load it up. Uh, and then it's, ooh, baby, don't you hesitate. I bet they played this at high school dances and we slow danced to it. <laughs> I bet we did. I, I bet we did. I'm going to keep going. You're going to get through the whole thing. Maybe, because I'm stopping it and commenting. It's going to be He does say I love you, girl, but ain't, ain't nobody gonna stop us now. That's right. We un- we unplugged the phone. Come on. He boarded up the, the windows. Through the curtains. <laughs> Use the deadbolt. Ugh, one of the worst is coming up. All right. <laughs> okay, he says sings the chorus twice. Okay. Don't deny it. There's no no means no in this song. Don't you deny it. Don't look. Look at me. I don't want to say. I'll, what, still, I'll still sing it. Yeah, I don't want to say what I'm going to no say. Problem. Yeah, I know. You see it. Yeah. Oh, oh, the next. Oh, I know. Jesus. All right, here we go. <laughs> You'd be a fool to stop this tide. <laughs> to stop this tide. Tide of what? <laughs> I don't even want to think. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What's going loud. what's going on? Boy, when you read these lyrics, it's it's uh I know. When it's on, you know. Yeah, okay. Here and here's the wow, this next one. Oh, I'm so sorry. I <laughs> Who wrote this one? Did he write this? Was this a was this a uh, he wrote this one all by himself, didn't it? Tonight's tonight, yeah. Right, Rod Stewart, guy who wrote Jacking Off. Wrote this one by himself too. Here we go. Jump ahead a little bit. All right. 
it doesn't get better, folks. With oh, well, we get a sax solo. Or is it a sex solo? <laughs> get out your saxophone. Okay, here we go. I always forget about the sax. Okay, first of don't, all, the whole line is bad. Don't don't say don't, a word. Don't you say anything. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, hand Suzanne, over just, mouth. <laughs> Suzanne just put her hand like she's putting it over someone's mouth. Then it's virgin and then child Ugh. all together in a run. And he was like, this is gold. Let's get down to the studio tonight. It was gold. It was gold. It was a hit. Just let your inhibitions run wild. The secret is about to unfold <laughs> upstairs before the night's too old. All right. We've 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 gone through the lyrics. We've put it out there for people. Now, please enjoy it. <laughs> uh, if someone was making up a list of top Rod Stewart songs, they might put this one in the top five. For sure. It was probably number one for weeks. I mean, he still plays it. Of course he does. Of course. It, he said into. he wasn't going to not play these songs. No. No. Why? He's, he doesn't care. Here's the thing. I, it's sort of, I realize that I only know of Rod Stewart what I know. Right. That is given to me. But you read his book. I read his book. It's a great book. We highly recommend it. Yes. One of the best rock autobiographies I've ever read. He seems like such a really a nice, nice guy. A gentleman. guy. Yeah. Maybe is he, that why he's getting a pass on some of the, Like honestly, though, I love the song. I mean, what is? I mean, I hate the. I don't hate the lyrics. I, I'm, cre- I'm creeped out by them. Yeah, but yeah. I'll still sing them. Right. I will still listen to it. I won't fast forward the song. I mean, has there been any? I mean, I don't think there's been any. Um, I don't think there's been anything with Rod Stewart. Like these women accused him of this, or he was doing this, or he right. wasn't. Th- I. He seems like you read his book. He seems like a great guy. I know, like, and like, that's why like, when I when I hear these lyrics, I I just kind of laugh it off and yeah, let it, yeah. I mean, but again, these are songs, and I I'm not somebody who. Uh, and maybe he's writing this I, I from don't, another I don't like person's write perspective. Off of, uh, Everything doesn't have to be autobiographical. Maybe he's writing this from someone. Maybe he's writing this as a, as a 16 or 17-year-old boy who's going to lose his virginity. Don't lose your virginity at 16 or 17. But you know what I mean? Maybe he is. I don't know. Yeah, he, that's... Maybe, the pa- maybe it's like, maybe it's like uh, Risky Business. Uh, the parents <laughs> are away. And this is written from, the, from that kid. Well, I don't know about that. All I, I know, know is, is that I don't get offended by any of these lyrics. I don't get offended by them either. Like, I still will like... Yes, we're Drop reading my job. We're reading them and we're joking about them. And uh, you know, it's not stuff you joke about, but we're but we are because we don't get offended by it because I don't, I don't know why. But I also If not this really... was a Molly Crew song, I'd be uh, throwing the computer out the window. Because those guys are shitbags. Because shit Molly Crew is written Yeah, but they're shitbags. That's what They are shitbags, but but you still listen to them, don't you? I don't. I'm oh, done. You don't. I got rid of all the CDs. I'm done. Oh. I'm done with them. Fuck those guys. Never put them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Okay. Junkies, murderers, and spousal abusers. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Let's I know. not. The, and I they, know. And they lean in, people. Here's what I hate about them. They lean into it. Like when they, st- like some people would talk about that stuff, like, and have some remorse. They lean into it like it's still cool. Yeah, man, we did the worst stuff, and they they think it's a badge of honor. Fuck those guys. Did you see the Pamela documentary, the one that she did? I did it's not. not a, it's not that. It's nothing that she like. She's in it. Yeah, yeah. Her son did it. It's so good. You will fall in yeah. love with her. Well, yeah, that was uh, that was done by. I mean, son. I always liked her anyway, but you will, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's um, she's just adorable. Anyway, that uh, that was uh, I think directed by her her son and Tommy Lee's son uh, Brandon. There's a song about Brandon. <laughs> yes, there is. I think there is. There's a song. there is. lyric is still this and i don't care i'm gonna say it it's the worst i hate it brandon i love you i love her she's your mom (laughs) she's your mom this kid ended up growing up and beating his dad up he beat him up he beat tommy lee up good that's how good of a dad tommy lee is his son fucking beat him up good (laughs) go over there and beat him again these are stories i do not know oh yeah i mean i know a lot of them but that I didn't. Yeah. Or maybe I did, and I just erase it because... Yeah. That kid uh, That kid loves his mom. He did not love his dad. That's what I'm going to tell you about that. All right. Let's move on. Happy okay. times. Where are we at? What's your next song? Big Bayou. No, it's not. It's not? I told oh, you. well. <laughs> I, I, okay. I do love that song, and All it's right. a great song. I didn't know we were replacing and, it, but it's cool. We but were, I was like... You want to... Yeah. Oh, we're going to follow... We're going to follow... I can't, I can't let follow this it up go. With this. Okay. I, I get it. All right. What's your next song? Okay, because... No, go ahead. The two lines in... Ball Trap. (laughs) The song is Ball Trap. It's called Ball Trap. Okay, let's hear a little bit of it first, then I'll let you talk. Mm. Okay, you ready? Here we go. (laughs) It's a seagull stink Let's unpack it. Um, I feel dumb because I don't know what he's talking about. Well, I mean, um, with a price on your head, does that mean she's a call girl? That's what I was wondering. And a black man on your arm, which makes it sound like, that's like, sounds like you, he doesn't feel like she should be with a black man. Right? But yeah, then, because why, but then why wouldn't he like, just say... Is he saying that as though, well, it's a black man, must be a pimp. She's a call oh, girl. Oh, that's or, how... You're right. I think you're right. It's right? all, it's a racist it's, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, why didn't he just say uh, with a price on your head and a man on your arm? But the problem with that is that when you get further into the song, it doesn't make it sound at all like she's a call girl. All right. Is that, is that a, can we say, I don't even know. Hooker? Hooker. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hooker's for, hooker's like a comedy word. Now, okay, good. You know, what are you going to say, whore? I, <laughs> What are you going to say? La- lady you of the what? evening? The, no, he listen, would be. Look, I don't find. I don't think that any term that we're going to say sex worker is going to be offensive in the terms of this no, song. You know, you know what the PC term is? It's sex worker. Okay. Well, then is he calling her that? And I don't think that back then that's what he was calling. Her. No. Let's keep going. Okay. Easy, easy. Keep going, keep going. I see a paralyzed man off the old flies. Come on, honey, you've got me crawling down on my knees. All right, is this a, is this a co-write? Did he co-write this, this? one? This? Uh, the Ball Trap, Rod Stewart, uh, solo writing credit. Mm. He can't even, he can't even like say like, well, I didn't write those. I wrote the music and another guy. No, yeah. this is him. He wrote all of it. All right. Uh, you want to? That's really as bad as it's going to get. Uh, I mean, how much worse are you going to get than a noose around your neck and paralyzed thighs? Yeah, I mean, I, and then he says, "My heart wants to love you, but my soul says, my soul says, go. Come on, sugar. Why you don't you let me your man off the hook? I don't know. We'd have to hear him say, I can't. But then Sometimes, he's saying that if he left, then she'd be screaming, come back, and that's why where I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like. Here's a line. I don't know what this means. It's my body you want with the red with the red hot juice. With the red hot juice. Pat, I initially initially chose the song Big Bayou because I like the song. It's a great song. Yeah. But then I was like, no, you need to switch it out because I can't let this go. And I initially didn't pick this song because I was like, I just can't even have these lyrics. You got me. You got me in in a ball trap, hung up by a one night stand. Got but me in a ball trap, strung out on a midnight tram. But I, I when I kept listening to it over and over, I just couldn't stop. I it was just laughing at it. It's yeah. so horrible that I. Here's a drug reference. My my mama, my mama don't like you, and I ain't surprised. Hmm. You got poison lips. You got amphetamine eyes. Okay. He likes a bad girl, I guess. It's rough. All right. Let's move on. Can we save ourselves on... Uh, this is a gigantic Yes, of album. course you can. This How album, are you not going to save yourself this, on this? Uh, this album sold two million copies, Night on the Town. It's Night on the Town. All right. What did you pick? An amazing song written by Cat Stevens that also Cheryl Crow covers. Every version of the song is good. First cut is the deepest. I, I don't... You don't like it? No, I do. I love this song. I I don't like uh, one of the versions. Cheryl Crows? All right. It's note for note, but I like Cheryl. But this version, I like this better than Cats, I think. No. No? I don't think so. I like them both. And she's taken just all that I had. But if you want, I'll try to love again baby i'll try to love again but i know the first cut is the deepest 
Hey, guess what? In uh, season two of or year two of this show, we did a we did an episode called First Cuts Are the Deepest." How about that? All What's right. that sound like? Let's find out. What if I just play the whole episode? <laughs> Hey people, that's when you got a 55 minute episode and you thought that was wrong. I bet we're going to hear uh, He Who Should Not Be Named, maybe. I'm curious to see where this falls in the, like, is it before he left or is it after he left? Hello everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things Who's that young guy? new and classic. I am Pat Francis. And I'm Gary Lucy, and he's Matt Belknap. And oh, we are wow. here today to have some fun. Wow. Have some fun. Wait, this has been so fun lately. It feels like there's like a like a Keith Richards-like infusion of new blood into the show. Like, we've got rid of all our old heroin blood. Yep. We got, like, <laughs> fresh blood. We have, like, a, we have like a set record time that we're doing. It's yeah. a set schedule, so we're not, like, always like, when can you do it? I don't know. When can you do it? Wow, this is early. I'm a baby. I have a new house. Hang on My to your hat, Gary. Yakety yak. I know. I know. <laughs> so long, chumps. <laughs> You think it's different now. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Now now I steer the boat. Is that a thing? Is that a saying? How about this? I don't know, but if you turn it into a song, I'll love it. I steer the boat. Could you like sea songs? I do. Maybe you'll like this one. Someone's doing some yard work. I have a window open. Hey, why won't this play? <laughs> I still like Rod's version better. This is Cat. I I mean, I I like like that. Oh, they're very different. They're very different. That's right, Suzanne. Very. All right, we're moving on. That's it. Right? Yeah. Night on the Town's done. Yeah. We killed it. When was the last time you had a night around the town? Or can't you talk about it? <laughs> Sounds like you can't talk about it. No, I can't remember. Oh, that's the best night. All right, Suzanne, let me get some history here on the Rod Stewart albums. I want to talk about... Now, this, I, th- I feel like this is the biggest of the four we're talking about today. Footloose and Fancy Free. Did this have the most hits? This sold three million copies, so a million more than the last album. Let's see how many singles or how many hits we had on Footloose and Fancy Free. I love that album title. I think it's a great album title. Is that like a British saying, do you think? No. Doesn't, is that, <laughs> what do you, I don't say it. Do you say that? No. See, don't, but you don't say, no one says, hey, I'm yeah, I don't think they do free. either. <laughs> I think they do. I think someone does. Where did he come up with that? Okay, let me see. Was there someone outside the door, but they're afraid to come in? No, that's my foot. <laughs> uh, let me see how many uh, Footloose and Fancy Free. One, two, I mean, uh, two big ones. Three hits, though. It's interesting. All right. <laughs> I think two why, of my picks were Why can't I talk? Hits. All right. Two of Suzanne my picks, picks the two. hits. Yeah, we each picked how two. How could you not, though? <laughs> there are only eight songs on this album. 
Only Eight, again produced by Tom Dowd. Who's on this album now? Let's see. This is the this is the Rod Stewart group. I love that group. you name all these people. I'm, I don't know. It's the Rod Stewart group now, though. Gary Granger, Jim Cregan, Phil Chen, uh, Carmen Apice, Billy Peak, John Barlow Jarvis, and then additional musicians. We got Steve Cropper, David Foster, Nikki Hopkins, uh, John Mayhall, Andy John. Lots of people. So lots, many. So many people. Let me see. Rod wrote one, two, three, four. Five. He wrote six of the eight. He wrote six of the eight songs, most with Gary Granger. But let's jump into what Suzanne has as her first song from 1977's Footloose and Fancy Free. Now, it took him a little bit longer because the last album came out in June 76. This one didn't come out till November 77. And this is, uh, let me see one more thing about this. Nope. Okay, good. What's your first song? What do you got for us? It, my first song is You're In My Heart. You just can't go wrong with this song. Nothing creepy about this song. Nothing creepy because he's writing about a soccer team, a football team. Yeah, he doesn't want to bang them. No. <laughs> Here we go. You're In My Heart, the final claim. Should I shut I that window? What day it was when you walked in to the room I said hello unnoticed you said goodbye too soon reason through the clientele spinning yarns that were so lyrical I really must confess right here the attraction was purely physical I took all those habits of yours that in the beginning were hard to accept. Your fashion sense, beards, lip prints, I put down to it. This doesn't sound like he's singing about a soccer team, though. Yes. I mean, it's about a lady. I didn't know what day it was when you walked into the room. Like, a whole soccer team didn't come in the room. I know. I, listen, I gotta make these about whatever I want right. to be about. I shut the he window. Mentioned, he mentions the soccer team. It's not about them, but I, I think it's probably, I don't know. He says a big bosom lady with a Dutch accent. What is, is that the goalie? Uh, let's get to the chorus though, right? Do it. Experience. The big bosom lady with a Dutch accent who tried to change my point of view. Ad-lib lines were well rehearsed, but my heart cried out for you. You're in my heart, you're in my soul. Voice sounds great. Be my breath, should I grow? You are my lover, you're my best friend. You're in my soul. My love. I think maybe they sing this at soccer games. You know how they, they like, do. They, and this is the one where he is. starts kicking soccer balls out yeah. in the crowd. And um, does he still do that? As far as I know. All right. Didn't your brother work for Rod Stewart in Vegas? No. Did he do something with Rod Stewart? No, my ex-husband did. 
Oh, okay. So okay. that that keychain that I have yeah. is from one of his one of Rod Stewart's cars that he had sold. Ah, uh, okay, okay. There we go. There we go. Sorry that you had to bring up your uh, past. No, why? We're still. <laughs> we still joking. get along. Just joking. Just joking. Uh, this was such a big song that I'm going to play. Hot legs. Hot legs is such a big song, but again, we're going to unpack. Yeah. We're going to unpack some lyrics. Bring it on. Um, I remember. This video, when they would show it, and I there's and you see a girl in like hot pants, short shorts. You see her legs the whole time. I know there's a scene in the video where Rod's singing between her mm-hmm. legs, and he comes up, and his nose brushes right in the area. Do you remember that? I do. And. Uh, I don't know how they got that through the sensors to show it on uh, Friday Night Videos. Oh, I loved Friday Night Videos. Wherever. Okay, here we go. Hot Legs. Well, that's the girl from the previous song trying to get out of the house. (laughs) You know what song I'm talking about. Tonight's the night. Okay. Now this song's a little bit different because here we have a, we have someone at almost 4 a.m. A girl, it's almost 4 a.m. and this girl is coming either to his hotel room or to his house. You know? Yeah. So it's look, she's not coming around to, to have uh, to catch up on her Netflix shows. Not a quarter to four. No, or have tea <laughs> and a crumpet. Here it comes. Hot Lake, are you really in school? All right. First of all, you look out the peephole and you see if, if it's a girl that's young, still in school, even if it's four in the morning, you don't open the door and you call the concierge and have them send security up. But not him. He's like, all right, come on in. But you got to be gone in the morning. Get out of here. You know, a lot of these songs that are about... 17 year olds mm-hmm. or you know young girls i try to i make it easy, better in my head by by looking at it as though they're singing as a 16 year old or 17 yeah, year old when they wrote it a, i know when they wrote it Pat, they were 28 or something hear me out i know they wrote it then but if you want to listen to it and enjoy it that sometimes I have to make the boy in that situation yeah. also the same I, age. I understand. But this one, I don't think you can get away with it. You can't really get four. away with it. Because um, he says, I'm a working man. But yet, we'll still sing it. You got the most all the per- persuasive tongue. You promised all kinds of fun. But what you don't understand, I'm a working man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need a shot of, vit- he says, vitamin, vitamin e. e. And vitamin E, what does that do for you? You're a nurse. Yeah, I know, but What's it's usually for skin. And I don't, I don't it's know not, why. No, he's does okay. But bear with me. Is he is does he mean erection in this song? Uh, is that what it means? I just thinking of that right now, looking at the lyrics, because vitamin E is wait. 
Yeah. I'm going to need a shot of venom. Why does he need a shot of erection, though? I don't know. Yeah, because you wouldn't. Well, but I By mean, the time just you're to, finished with me. If you want to rhyme, you're going to yeah, go with yeah. E instead he says of vitamin, though. Which always he could have went with B though, so maybe E does mean erection. Maybe. Great, this is inside it, joke. making it even better. Inside joke, <laughs> you're an alley cat. You scratch my back, and then bring your mother too. Oh, so she is young, because if she wasn't, look, if she was, let's say she was forty, he would not say bring your mother. All right, we're gonna get to imagine uh, how his daddy felt. <laughs> mother too now he wants it a family affair bass that solo bass is so good that's phil chen i believe great guitar solo too it's and then the piano so catchy so catchy That's a great guitar solo. Wonder how his daddy feels about all this. What's a, what's a suspender belt? I mean, I know what a belt is, and I know what suspenders are, but I don't know what a, a jet black suspender belt is. If I, if I, look, if I Google suspender belt, is it going to be some S&M thing? I, I'm nervous. If it's something that can't be unseen, I'm showing you. Well, no, I'm wondering if it's the belt that holds up, like, stockings, like, on a woman. I'm not going to show you, but it's, uh, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. It's like when you would, yeah, it's the belt that holds up the stockings. Okay, let me mark that, save that in my Google searches. Okay, there you go. I didn't do that. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Uh, here's, oh, here's a, here's a bad lyric. Years old. He's yeah, he's 64, his dad. That's a great line, though. Legs right up to your neck. I do like uh, you're making your mark, hot legs, keep my pencil sharp. I do like that because that's innuendo yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. That's like a, something David Lee Roth might say in Hot for Teacher. Um, but then we get down to hot legs, you're well equipped. Hot legs, oh, you're. Uh, Why are you not going to say it? I did say it down in the kitchen earlier. Yeah. Why don't do we you like... not like that word? No, no, I like that word. Pussy whipped. What have I said? Are you? Oh, Pussy no. whipped. Oh, I, I like that very much. Okay, here we go. I'll let him say it. It's towards the end of the song. 
this song was long for was there a, there wasn't a single edit of this either. It's five minutes sixteen seconds long. I believe this whole. You know he's not talking about these lips, right? Oh, I know what's happening. <laughs> I certainly know what's happening. I'm a, I'm a fifty-nine year old man. I know what's going on here. Some naughtiness. All right, let's move on. We unpack that one too. We have to unpack it. I, I think, and I think this is what's the next album, which is my favorite of these four. Blondes have more fun. I think that's got the worst lyrics, uh, the most naughty, debaucherous lyrics of any of these four albums. <laughs> these are pretty bad. <laughs> I know, but the next, I think they went all in on debauchery and sex on the next album. Okay. Your first song was great, and your next pick is great. Tell us about it. I picked, I was only joking. It's great. These songs are all I, great. I love that his songs are either just so mm-hmm. disgusting in the lyrics, or they're just or, so beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> uh, this was co-written by Rod and Gary Granger. Gary Granger, again, guitar in the band. And this is a great song. I was only joking. Undeniable. Great song. Ever since I was a kid at school I messed around with all the rules Apologized then, realized I'm not different after all Me and the boys thought we had it sussed Valentino's all of us My dad said we look ridiculous But boy, we broke some hearts In and out of jobs, running free Waging war with society Dumb blank faces stare back at me But nothing ever changed Promises made in the heat of the night Creeping home before it got too light I wasted all that Precious time and blamed it on the wine. I was only joking, my dear, looking for a way to hide my fear. What kind of fool was I? I could never win, never win. Closes out the album in style. So good. Excellent. He has to close it out in style to bring him back for the next album. I know. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Now, my second song is Born Loose. I just like it. I, I, I'm going to look up the lyrics because I'm, I'm a little worried because <laughs> just, just the song title. It's so is. funny because when you're reading them and you're breaking these songs down, mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's just... But when you're just singing the song, 
you know, when you're just going through it, it doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, Born Loose isn't too bad. I don't, I don't think this one's bad. I like it. Here we go. I like it because it rocks. The drums are great. Okay, that line just before the chorus, he says, all I want to do is sing, responsibility and fidelity never meant a thing to me. And then he goes into, I was born loose, here we go. of a deep cut like you might not remember that one but man it really rocks yeah. right yeah that's a great one that line belly full of beer is get uh, a belly who full wrote of beer it first him or elton uh i, I believe elton because this was 77 but they're buddies it was probably an homage right i'm sure i hope so uh a year later 1978 again produced by tom dowd tom dowd was the producer on all four of these albums we're going to get something called Blondes Have More Fun. I love the album cover. I love the front cover and the back cover. I still don't know who's on the front cover and who's on the back cover. I would love to know. I believe maybe Kelly Emberg. That was one of his wives, right? Mm-hmm. I think she's I, on I the back know. cover. Someone said Cher's on the front cover, but I don't think that's Cher. I don't think it is. But uh, we got how many songs on this album? Ten songs. Rod has has wrote nine has a co-write nine of the ten, and the other one's a cover, which uh, I will be using as a playout song. So, let's get into this. How many did this sell? What was the uh, Blondes have more fun three times platinum? It sold as many as Footloose and Fancy Free, and yet I don't think this one is thought of the way the last album is. Is this the one where they were? Complaining about him uh, doing a disco song. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the first song in the album, which you just found out what the title was to that song. I know. And, and I, even when you told me, I'm going to blow your mind, I looked at the title multiple times and still didn't see it. And so what is it? What are we talking about? A lot of people think this song is called what? Do You Think I'm Sexy? But it's not called that. It's no, called, 
It's called what? Duh, you think I'm sexy. Duh. D-A. It's yeah. written everywhere. That's how it is. But your brain will not see it. No, your brain doesn't want to see <laughs> duh, because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And there's no reason for it. But whatever. This song had to be number one, right? So, speaking of an homage, this this chorus was, I mean, the song is stolen, From, basically. Tell me. Um, what's his name is Jorge Ben, and the song is Taj Mahal. Okay. Um, and it's funny because the, he found out about it, and Rod didn't even fight it. Just said, oh, he's right. I gave him the royalties. Good. That, that's what you should do. Yeah, you should no. just go, oh, well, I didn't realize it. Good for that guy. How could you not realize it, though? I know. Well, I mean, if you listen to them side by side, it's not like, oh, yeah, I can see where that's. Yeah. This was this one. This isn't two, George three. Harrison. <laughs> Number one in five countries. Top 10 in all countries except for, in what country only let it go to number 11? Who was it? Sweden. Fucking Sweden. I have nothing against Sweden. Um, number 11 there. It's also, a, it, the single went platinum. That means a million 45s were sold. And no one knows it's called duh. I know. <laughs> None of those million people. They probably thought it was a misprint. They probably thought, I think I got a rare single because it doesn't say do, it says duh. I, how many people thought well, that? Well, that's not even what they say in the song. No. So you're not going to catch it because why are they? that's the name of the song, but that's to be, not the lyric. Yeah, why are they trying to be cute with this, with this one? Why are they trying to play games? I don't care. I just play it. It's so good. It is really good. <laughs> it is. Here we go. It is so disco. That bass. The bass is the best part about it, I think. That's Phil Chen on bass. Rock and peace, Phil Chen. say do you think i'm sexy anywhere they don't even say they just say if you know if you think i'm sexy right is that what they say yeah Uh, and you think i'm sexy but you can't call the song and you think i'm sexy weird it's a great tune so good great that bass i know right i mean that guy had the disco bass nailed on that song I feel like that bass was almost as tall as he was, though. Yeah, Phil Chen was a tiny little guy. I went with the, because I love it, I went with the title track, which is the second song on side two, Blondes Have More Fun. I think this is a great tune. <laughs> 
Here we go. got to read these lyrics as he's singing because it's hard to understand what he's saying because he this lyric was sissy from new york was on the cover of new vogue i ain't supposed to be available so completely untouchable i got a limousine a bodyguard and chaperone but god knows but god knows rotter like he he name checks himself uh just needs to bail or need no i'm sorry wrong <laughs> just needs to ball <laughs> all right Oh boy, can't read. Here we go. He wants a blonde that's semi-intelligent. How does that line make all the blondes that he dated feel? I don't know, but Roderick's got a ball. Yeah, He's not in it for a big intellectual conversation. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. I love that song, though. It's just just, uh, fun to me. It rocks. That's another one you could just hear it. I get you can almost hear that in like some honky tonk. Yeah, you know. Yep. You yeah. Put a little twang on it. You got it. Yep. All right. This is uh, your next song is great. I love this one so much. It is track three on the album, written by Rod and Mr. Granger. This is uh, you say it. Why am I introducing? It's called "Ain't Love a Bitch." Yeah. And I feel like it's a follow up because he mentions Maggie in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when stuff like that is uh, name-checked. Hold on, this next line I don't understand. Um, oh, I didn't understand till I was 17. She took me way upstairs and she wiped me clean. What's that mean? Did he poop his pants? <laughs> 17 is too old to poop your pants. I don't think that's what he means. What do you think it means? No. You don't want to say? 
That's a. <laughs> do you know? How do I? How could I know exactly I what's know. going on in his? <laughs> Write it down and slide it across the table. I'm I, kidding. I don't, don't think do he's talking about. All right. I, I just... Is this sexting? Yeah. I trust you. Yes. Here comes that name check. good one ain't love a bitch everyone can relate to that right of course except that you know wiping <laughs> what did i play for i played blondes have more fun first didn't i yeah i didn't mean to i meant to play this one first this song i think there's some lyrics that we're gonna unpack on this this is dirty weekend you think there's some lyrics on this one on I, dirty weekend i think i could be wrong this is this is about what it is. This is them booking a trip to have a dirty weekend. I don't know if that's his wife, his girlfriend, his mistress, someone he just met, but this is what's happening. Could be anybody. <laughs> Get ready. This show drops on a Thursday. Everybody, you still have time to plan your dirty weekend. Here it comes. Oh boy. It's almost like a Sesame Street song, though. You do this. I'll do that. And I'll do that. <laughs> and you do this. And then I'll do that. <laughs> Let's see what else they're going to do. Oh, there's a lyric coming up. All right. That's it right there. We Now we know. Now we know. He finally got Jesse's girl. Now you know girl. who, he's, who yeah. he's with. It's his best friend's girl. Now that's yeah, that's go. not what you hear now, you know, but back in the 70s, lewds. <laughs> lewds. I'll bring the red wine, you bring the lewds. Your mother's doctor must be quite a dude because he gave him the lewds. That's the next, all right. I love these lyrics. Oh my God, this one, this. Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you, folks. I'll bring the red wine, you bring the lewds, and then the next three lines, there's some stuff coming up. All right, so. Outside, we're gonna we'll hang the "Don't Disturb" outside the door. I'm not gonna say it a second time on the show, Suzanne. I'm gonna rock you till your mm, is sore. <laughs> That's a dirty weekend. We oh, he names her here. He calls her Diana. Oh my! Is it? Is that Prince of Wales? Princess of Wales? Diana? How dare this you speak Di? ill of her? She was having an affair with Dodie Fayed. What? 
that's when she got in the accident. Yeah. Yeah. She was catting around, probably listening to this song. Here we go. He doesn't shy away from telling the, the ladies, yeah. look, he's like, look, I'm probably going to cheat on you. So do you still want to go out? It's all there on vinyl. Yeah. You still <laughs> so, want to go out? This hasn't changed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> album after album after album, it's right there for you. <sighs> you have to know what Sadly, you're getting into. Sadly, some women always think that they can fix or change the way a man is. Do you feel like that? Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> been yeah. there you can't that. do it. No, you cannot. You can't do it. So look, ladies, the way their man is, the, when you meet him, the way he is, that's going to be the way he is. But okay? you know, it's like we were you can, we were talking about before, how all of these women like that he's had children with and mm -hmm. married to, they all get along and they, they all, all get along still now. get along with him. Yes, they do. They do. So there is something about that guy. Sorry. He's charming, right? Yeah. He's got to be charming. He has to be. Because, and he's got to be nice. He's got to be, I got to be honest, he's probably, he's probably super romantic. I know he's singing about all this stuff. He's probably wine and flowers and he's probably not bolting the door and pulling the line out of the phone. He's probably not doing that stuff. I bet he is. <laughs> he might be. But, but he, I think that, I, but I think that, I don't know. I, I just think that they had to know what they were getting into. They had to. I don't to. think that he was even deceptive necessarily. Like, no, not even. I mean, I know I mean, that a little he deceptive. was. Yeah, if you're married to the guy, you're gonna. Assume. Yeah, but but it's. I I can't imagine that you didn't see it coming. I feel like if you were gonna be in, in an entanglement with Rod Stewart for any duration of time, you knew what you were entering into. Yeah. But so. you still gotta love him. You still, yeah. Rod the mod. All right, that's it. We got through. How did... We got through. That was just... The, the, I mean, to close out the 70s, it's just those four albums. Now, I'm going to give everyone a preview of what's coming up the next time we do this. And it, it can't be two years. No, it won't be. I promise. Later in the I summer. I promise. Later in the summer. Yeah. Is it hard to get down here, though? It, you come down from Pismo Beach, two and a half hours. It's not that hard to get down here. I, I will say, I, when I'm not taking time off, I am... Beat. I'm working a lot. Okay. I, I pick up a lot of overtime. We could do it through like Zoom. That. Did we do no. the last one through Zoom? Yes. We did. Not as good as this one. No, this is so much better. This is so much better. We are going to talk about, next time we're going to talk about the 80s albums. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six 80s albums. There's Foolish Behavior, Tonight I'm Yours, Body Wishes, Camouflage, Every Beat of My Heart, which is also sometimes just called the Rod Stewart self-titled, and 1988's Out of Order, which was written and produced by Andy Taylor of Duran Duran. Those are the albums next time. Pick your songs, two from each. There's tons of great I know. fucking songs. on. This is my favorite era. I know. I well, always this is the it. era where I first got into them, yeah, right? Because yeah. this is when I was a teenager. Yep. I saw, I saw the uh, Tonight I'm Yours tour, and I saw the Camouflage tour. So, I mean, I'm all in on this era of music. Um, even when the albums aren't great, there are, there are amazing songs yeah. on the albums that 
maybe aren't great top to bottom. But I don't think the albums that we just listened to are great top to bottom either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, there I, you have it. There's some stinkeroos in there too that yeah. I think are going to have to No, come yeah, there's up. some stinkeroos. <laughs> um, all right. That's it. This was fun. Um, I don't, now, you're staying the night here tonight. Yes. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you. Tonight's the night. <laughs> <laughs> What did I just do with that window? I shut it, didn't I? I'm doing every, I'm doing everything, but I'm not letting you know I'm doing it. Shutting the window. See that shade? I pulled down one. That one's still up. Pilar never goes out. What do you mean she's she out was gonna, tonight? She was going to come up and say goodbye, and she didn't. She didn't. She left you she's to the wolves. <laughs> okay, so what was I going to say? So, uh, you know, I work at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Pilar's like, did you tell Suzanne you have to work at 5 a.m. the next morning? I go, I thought I did. So you, I, I think you did. I, you probably put it in text. What are you doing tomorrow? You have plans in the area? No, I don't. I'm, I'm just going to head home. Sleep in, though? Yeah. yeah I'm just, not getting up at 5. No, you're not. No, you won't know that I'm leaving. So, yeah, just uh, yeah, sleep in, whatever you want to do. The place is yours. Have coffee with Pilar, whatever you want. I'm going to climb out the window. Out the make window. my escape in the middle of the night. There's no way you can. I bolted those shut. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to give out? Are you on any social media right now? Are you on Instagram? No. And you're not on Twitter. I know you're on still on Twitter. Twitter. Give out your Twitter one more time. I don't know it. Oh boy, let me look it up. Oh boy. I think this is my name, right? I think it's your. Uh... Hmm. So weird. Let me find out if I can find it. At S. Are you S. S. Dillingham. Dillingham? Maybe. I can't find it. I don't know. Is it at Sue's Dillingham? Oh, here it is. Uh, Spencer Dillingham. Is that you? Mm-hmm. Sue's. Did you find it? Um, there's a Sue's Dillingham, but I don't think that's you. I don't think that's you. Here, let me... Oh, no, it's, it's, oh, sorry. It's Sue's Dill. S-U-Z-D-I-L-L-1. Well, that's weird. There it is, at Suze, S-U-Z-D-I-L-1. You just said that. Two L's. I know because, uh, right. yeah, D-I-L-L-1. And you have a picture of your dolphin tattoo. Yeah. As your, uh, as your picture there. All right, cool. So uh, follow Suzanne at Dill one Also, when I post this episode, it'll be there. It'll be there. Um, also, Suzanne retweeted something that says, uh, fuck Marineland. Okay, there you go. March 10th. Yeah. Fuck so Marineland. Right. <laughs> fuck you, Marineland. And fuck Tommy Lee and fuck Motley Crue. <laughs> we are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat. Uh, I'm not at Pat underscore Francis anymore. Once they removed those blue checks that were legit, I was out. So I only have the at Rock Solid Show Twitter from here on out. And it's great over there because everyone just talks about music and it's all chill. And that's what I like. And if I see anything that isn't that, Sayonara, sucker. And with that, I got a playout song, and I'm taking it from Blondes Have More Fun. It is the cover that is on that album. It's a cover of a song by The Four Tops, and the song is called Standing in the Shadows of Love, and I really like this song. So thank you, Suzanne. Thank you. This was a blast. It was a blast. What are we doing next? 
I mean, after this record, uh, we you're going to sit in and listen to us do one of our Versus episodes. I am so excited about this. Those episodes get me riled. Yeah, well. Absolutely riled. You might actually jump out the window during the record of that one. <laughs> We're not going to tip off anything because that, that episode, this episode might drop before that one does. Who knows? Or after it. Who knows? I don't know what's going on. Stand in the shadows of love. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you. Standing in the shadows of love I'm getting ready for the heartaches to come Standing in the shadows of love I'm just waiting for the heartaches to come I wanna run, but there's no place to go Cause heartaches will follow me, I know Without your love That's what everyone calls music now, tunage. That's what the kids say. No, they don't. Please tell me they Dude, don't. Dude, you want to listen to some tunage? Oh, 